All right, Albert, we're going to do a podcast. Why are we going to do a podcast? Inform the people. Because I'm still, I still don't know why. What are we going to call it? The Moto Academy podcast. Okay. Good name. Good name. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember when like we were trying to figure out like how big the conversation was trying to figure out if you drop AJ Catanzaro Moto X Academy? (gasps) Do you remember that? That and do you know how many people advised me to not, not to? take my name out of it? Yeah. Well, I was on the fence. I didn't know what you should have done. Like, and how obvious is it in hindsight? In yeah, hindsight, exactly. that the Moto Academy is clearly one hundred percent the best choice. Yeah, absolutely. I That's mean, it's crazy. Just, it's so much bigger now. Like, dude, I was thinking. Do you know how hard I thought on that, and how long I thought on what it should be rebranded to and named? And if I should do that, I had so many people saying it has to stay AJ Catanzaro Moto X Academy. You have to keep your name attached. And now like, it's so obvious that that's not, that's not right. Having my name out of it is, is how is the move. The part of the conversation that I was a part of when we were talking about that was whether Mm -hmm. we changed your YouTube channel from AJ Catanzaro to the Moto Academy. And now you went off and made a second channel. (laughs) Yep. So, which is, which is in hindsight, the correct way of doing that. I think so. Yeah. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because my, the AJ cat and zero one is very much becoming lifestyle and less educational right. where you, you take significantly the less educational. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so much so that one of the, one of our slogans is you learn nothing in yeah, this video, exactly. uh, where the Moto Academy YouTube then can then like all of the instructional kind of more boring stuff lives there. Yeah. You know, that's what, perfect. So I remember when basically right when we started making consistent videos together, AKA in January, I like so bad, like my whole focus and it still kind of is, is to like turn the AJ Catons our YouTube channel into like you being a YouTuber. And I yeah. remember the vlog that I was most excited about was the the video leading up to the Fox Raceway pit bike race. So if you remember that mm. day, we made two vlogs, part one and part two. Part one was no riding, just lifestyle stuff. So we literally went from picked up the exhaust, picked up the exhaust. Video. We were sitting in Lucas's too, office, like talking about like just making phone calls. And we're like, oh, and that was like the first glimpse that people ever got into what our shoot days actually look like. We're like, we're buzzing around all over the place. We usually go four (laughs) different places. Things happen. Like literally we went from not having a pit bike to going to Yoshimura to get an exhaust for the pit bike that we now have and then go racing it at Fox Raceway all in the same day. And that's literally how it goes. And that was the only vlog I think of recent memory that we were able to show that to people. But re- we, need reality, that that more. We, we need to do that more often. I know. But because what, there are constant, funny, like unbelievable circumstances that we we end up in. Yeah. And I think we need to film that more often. Like we don't film almost that, any of that. We end up in such crazy situations. Oh, I know. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's just like the issue is views, right? On YouTube, like just to be transparent. Those don't get the views like like raw boring writing footage does <laughs> like that's the bummer it's like the casey neistat days are long gone in the sense do, of like what do some of them do do they all do poorly uh i don't really remember i haven't looked recently but i remember that video of course i was most excited about that one of the trip and it did the worst i'm pretty sure hmm. it's that like it's such a bummer dude that youtube is so specific on our channel like what it allows us to share. And what doesn't make any sense is like, oh, it sucks. And of course, as a filmmaker, this is the biggest bummer for me. It's like the, the craft is not what people like. The craft of making good videos is no longer appreciated. And there's a, there's a line to that. Obviously like when the craft is gone, one could argue that it's more authentic, but in the moto community, people love just like mindless riding just raw no editing and like i get that because honestly that's what i watch too on youtube when i do watch youtube but it's like 
I just remember growing up with the verb moto days where it was like these sweet edits of like amateurs and like storylines. Oh my gosh, their road to Loretta series, or actually that wasn't verb moto. That was Red Bull. But, um, those days of like gone, which is a bummer because those are the, that's the stuff that I love personally. And why, why is that though? Just short attention spans, you think? And people just click away from crap? It's gotta be. And I guess like, if you think about like what the Deegans are doing, the only thing that I can think of specifically, because the Deegans four times a week, three times a week, however often they upload, it's just raw riding. Hey, you want a freaking stat and a half? What? I'm pulling up. I have my last 28 days analytics on my YouTube pulled up right now. Okay. Guess which one, I think I told you this already, maybe. Guess which one is the most viewed in the last 28 days Yeah, you did tell me. It's the Rod Alta GoPro video. The, the riding a public track with my electric dirt bike is hilarious video. It is, the average view duration was four and a half minutes. So people are watching four and a half minutes of when I flicked on a GoPro camera and rode around Tomahawk on my Alta and beeped at people. <laughs> In 28 days, that video has got 415,000 views. I know. That's going to be your first one to hit a million, too. It is. That will, by a long shot, that's going to hit a million at this rate. That'll hit a, hit a million next month, which is crazy. It's just getting momentum out of nowhere. My second most viewed video in the last 28 days is a short with Cody Shock Rides My Ulta for the first time. Wow. And that one I took it's on my iPhone and thought it was stupid and posted it. And for some reason, YouTube decided it was going to share it. I wish we, I wish there was some bit of rhyme or reason, but I literally don't think there is any rhyme or reason to any of it. I think, I mean, I know how reels work on Instagram. It's like they push it to 500 people. And if 50 people like it, then it gets pushed to a thousand more people and then if a certain amount of people like it out of that thousand it gets pushed to more and more and more and i wonder if youtube's the same thing like what we just need to nail down is like making content that's shareable yeah like because we're getting better with like titles and thumbnails because that's probably the that's more important than the video every single time is mm-hmm. titles and thumbnails and then after that the video needs to be shareable and that's how you make viral videos, I think. I mean, I think making a video shareable is a very much so in the title and the photo alone. Yeah, absolutely. People, I think there's a lot of people out there that are probably sharing things that just have an enticing title before they may even watch any significant amount of it. But I do feel like our videos, mm, yeah, I mean, they're... There's some that are slightly potentially boring, but usually there there's a lot going on. Yeah. And we keep them fast paced. I think they're videos that people would want to watch. Just it's hard because I want to add in more of like what we're up to. Yeah, right. Without it feeling slow paced, number one. And then like hopefully people that's still, you can still put it in a fast paced writing video and just have a couple other things going on throughout the day yeah no it's just interesting honestly it'd be interesting to hear people's perspective on like what we're talking about because like at the end of the day like i mean it's a business that's why we talk about it this way you know what i mean like we make videos because it's fun like everybody's like oh i just do it because it's fun but it's like you know at the end of the day you have to push traffic to it to make it feasible well yeah because otherwise if otherwise what would we be filming (laughs) we'd be filming stupid vlogs that didn't make any sense and just follow the day because that's what we would be wanting to film Mm -hmm. which is that is that a vlog we could do Uh, yeah would it get views that's the question yeah our other videos very there's very much a rhyme or reason we're like all right let's bust out this (laughs) proverse am all right let's bust out this bike review yeah quantity's tough too quantity is the hardest thing for me is like like we're talking about all the stuff we do in a day but also we shoot three youtube videos in one day typically <laughs> you know it's like oh it's hectic 
Yeah. Yeah, tactic. But it's it, as long as we're we stay creative and know what the heck we're doing and have a plan, it's it's easy enough. I think when it, the days get tough to shoot is when we're like, what are we going to do? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, I, I don't think we have those days super often. I typically very much so feel like on task to a certain extent, but there's, there's some days where we're both like, oh, uh. well, you want to talk about the day we shot at Tomahawk when you got super sick. <gasps> that was one of those days. That was the hardest day of my life. Yeah. I mean, you, you probably I wish can't you could have stayed to see the the rest of that and how it played out. Were you just destroyed? I was. I could. I could talk about this. Yeah. I just. It's. Uh, I did training for DOD. So. Okay, we get to the track. At what I wanted to fully encompass the story because while well, it's fresh on my mind, because this eight a.m. So nine a.m. Yeah, eight thirty probably. Yep. As soon, and I don't remember feeling sick waking up or getting ready for the day or any of that. But when we pulled into that track, right away, I start to feel like I have the chills. And I'm like, mm, this isn't right. Like, not like I was cold. Like, I, I, all of a sudden I'm getting that body ache. And I'm like, oh, this is not, this isn't good. Something's going on. And I like keep looking at the time. I'm like, all right, it won't kick in that bad yet. Like, I, if I'm going to get sick, I'll be able to get through today at least. Then by like 1030 while we're shooting, did I look crappy or could you tell that I was getting well, sick? It was, it was right when we started riding where you started to fall apart, I think. And was it obvious to you? Uh, no? Kind of, sort of. I mean, that was the video where I finally beat you at something. <laughs> yeah. What, what was it again? Well, it was a pro versus am. We did a two lap <gasps> race. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was like, you, yeah. I did a fast lap. You did a fast lap. We figured out the uh handicap and then we freaking went did you edit it. that yet i'm excited to watch that no i haven't edited it yet that's next no i have another day to edit before that day i was so tired <laughs> yeah, that morning and like knew i was getting sick and i remember when we were filming the proverse am on the hill and i was sitting on that flagger tower you look dead you look like a dead I person not feel good yeah no that one's even better that's when it really like clicked because i went and did my runs and then i come back and you were just like uh. <laughs> oh, and that's that was 10 a.m and then i remember getting to 11 because i was like all right i got one hour to relax and kind of do nothing here before i have to start training these guys and i kind of reclined myself in the truck <coughs> oh yeah still sick <laughs> and tried to take a nap and i remember falling asleep for a little bit and in my head, I'm like, wow, this is really, really not going to, this is not going to be good. I had to train these guys until midnight. And not only that, but now it starts to rain. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh, geez, cold. here we go. Yeah, it was cold that day. And it was chilly. And I had so many layers on, but it didn't matter because when it started raining at literally noon, right when we started training, when it starts raining, like I had this army jacket on and it was pretty waterproof, but at a certain point and going through all the puddles and stuff we were had to go, we had to go through in the woods. I was soaked. My feet were soaked. My whole body was soaked. You would have been to, if you were a fly on the wall and you could have watched me, you would have been dying laughing <laughs> because we would come off in between and take our breaks. And I don't even think there was a freaking fire, dude. We were just, we would all just sit in a circle and I wasn't going to complain because these were some badass dudes that don't want to hear me complaining about having to train for 12 hours yeah, right. like, <laughs> in freaking beautiful America. And <laughs> just because I'm a little bit sick, Yeah. but I felt so dead to the world that when we would come off and take our breaks, I would just like helplessly shake and my legs would just sh like tremble and I couldn't control them. I just had the, the craziest shivers going on. Oh my gosh. Uh, and we trained, we, we, we did it during the, in the night all the way until midnight. And I got back home and I put the shower on hot and just sat on the shower floor <laughs> and shook like a little baby. 
And when I woke up the next morning, or I should say all throughout the freaking night, because I was sweating through the bed, I was so sick and I had 102 fever for days. I got sick on Tuesday morning and it is, I, this is the first day I've, I've felt like a human being and it is, what day is it? Uh, today's Wednesday of the next week. It's been one week. Exactly. Yeah. I've never, ever been sick for that long in my entire life. Yeah. That's gnarly. Oh, oh, it was, and to have to push through that whole 12 hours like that was not fun. I know. I just, I woke up the next morning cause I was at your house, packed up to leave. Um, yeah, and thanks for unloading like, my bike, by the way. What? Oh yeah. You're welcome. Um, yep. Unloaded your bike. Cause I was like, AJ's going to die. So I might as well unload the Alta and, uh, drove home nine hours. And then the next day I'm like, Oh, how you doing? You just sent me a picture of you with an IV and like all in like blanket, <laughs> like wrapped up in blankets. I was like, dude, honestly, it's amazing. Oh. You don't get sick more often though. I get sick all the time. Not that bad, but like I get colds like every few months from all the travel we do and just like exhaustion, I think. Yeah, I, I surprisingly don't. Uh, I, I, I mean, generally, yeah, I say that, but then we go days where we don't drink or eat. Yeah. I would say typically I have two things on my side. One, I hydrate really well. I would say most of the time and I most of the time get really good amounts of sleep. I think sleep is the most important. Yeah, probably. I'm getting, I mean, except for there, we have some days where we're up early. Uh, but you know, I, I'm still in bed by eight 30 and I'm sleeping until six 30. Yeah. Sleep is so I'm my getting 10 hours. Sleep is my issue because typically I need to like, just with my schedule right now, I usually have to edit till 12, one, two in the morning. Um, just cause during the day I just get bothered too much. Like too many people are awake and they're all freaking bothering me. Yeah. So I have to edit late just so I don't, just so I can focus. And editing is one of those things where it's like, you have to get into your flow to be at all productive. You know what I mean? And it's like, if you're just constantly like having to respond to emails or talk to other people, like you can never get in that flow and it's just really hard to be productive. Could you not intentionally stop that? Yeah. Yes. And no, I probably could, but it would just be tough because then I'd be missing things and it would just, it would be another mess. You know what I mean? But, and I just have a hard time sleeping sometimes. Like if I had it my way, I would sleep for 10 hours every night, but I just don't, I just don't, you know what I mean? How many do you think you get? Uh, I get 10 almost every night. Yeah. That'd be so nice. I would say on a normal day, but that's my key. I swear that's my key. Yeah. It's gotta be average is probably like seven. Anywhere from good. six to eight, but usually seven, seven's fine. Like I can function fine, but, um, I'm always a little bit tired. Also, I don't drink caffeine daily, which is I quit caffeine my senior year of high school. And now I just use that as my superpower where like on shoot days I'll have, I need all the caffeine and, but I can, I can power through a shoot day. Like, and our shoot days are long. Like typically it involves an entire class and then shooting four videos and then driving six hours to nowhere after, you know, and those are long days. But, um, during the week I don't have, I don't have caffeine and that's tough. Like, but I don't want to be, I don't want to depend on it again. I depended on it for so many years and it's yeah. like your body be, doesn't need it. Like, you know what I mean? I try not to, although I, I go through my phases of, of doing more gummies than I need to. And I go through my gummies. I, I go through my phases of doing more caffeine than I need to also. And what's crazy is before I got the, I signed the black rifle deal last mm -hmm. year, I never drank coffee ever. Yeah. You, yeah. You didn't. I remember that. Cause you were like, you were like, Oh, I really like black, black rifle because it's so sweet. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started having the cans a little bit. And then I started having Allie's co hot coffee in the morning when I was home because I was having the cans here and there. And then now I go to Starbucks 
when I see a Starbucks because I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to get my vanilla sweet cream cold brew for <laughs> no real reason other than I just want one. Yeah, they're good. Those things are so addictive. But you quickly do find yourself being a little bit dependent on it. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. And it's tough. Like when, so for instance, when we did our Gillette trip, we did five days of shooting around Gillette, right? We did Bro MX, MX23, race day, and then Monday, Tuesday, all mm. shoot days. So I had caffeine on every single one of those days. And when I came home, I had to dig myself out of the caffeine rut. Cause like you wake up groggy and like all this stuff. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where if yeah you're that's not all it takes five, five, six days in a row. That'll, that'll, that'll do, do it. it. That'll do it. I usually try not to have caffeine more than two days in a row or else I'm dependent on it again. And I have to dig myself out of that rut for a few days. And then those few days are, you know, just slightly more unproductive than all the others. And I can't afford to do that anymore. So it's like, I don't know what caffeine's rough. <laughs> I did a road bike ride the other day. Oh. I don't know why I just thought of that. Congratulations. Oh, because you talked about sleep a lot while we were on the road bikes. Matter what? of fact. You talk hmm? while you do that? Oh, we talked the whole time. Yeah. Were you like, so you weren't like cranking you were just on a Sunday cruise or what? No, but you, when, not that I'm good right now by any means, but I'm still an okay cyclist. When I get on the bike to just kind of cruise, you can talk the whole time and still go at halfway decent pace when it becomes un untalkable is probably one six when i hit 160 heart rate and it starts creeping any above that that's when i'm like all right don't talk to me like <laughs> i'm just gonna sit here and worry about my breathing I but i can cruise at 140 one, 150 all day long and be kind of out of breath and still be able to hold a conversation so i tried to get into road biking uh a couple summers ago and I live in Vermont, right? So I was using Kip's gravel bike. You know what yeah. a gravel bike is, right? It's a road yeah, bike with one. knobby little knobs on them, basically. Um, and ever since, I've had lower back issues. Because oh, I was nice. riding on dirt roads and they were super yeah. rough. And like, I always had <clears> upper, I've had upper back issues for years. But in the last two years, my lower back's been shot. And I think it's from road biking. Well, no, it could just be from poor posture or or muscle imbalances and you you sit in a chair all freaking day long all day long. so what that's doing is that's rotating your pelvis like into a pelvic tilt where you're forming you're you're strengthening and you're over utilizing certain muscle groups and other ones are becoming like weak and you have tight plate you have muscles that are too tight uh you've been hanging out just, with evan too much uh-huh. So you've been hanging out with Evan too much. No, no. I know. And now you're making no. me self-conscious. But it's uh fixable 100%. I had the I had chronic lower back pain in 2015 when I was like 19 years old. I couldn't even sit on a plane for over an hour without just fidgeting around and just oh, being yeah, like, "Oh my god, it's so painful." And then I started just stretching my hip flexors strengthening my glutes and my hamstrings uh stretching like my quads what else and strengthening core and specifically like lower abs and i don't know much so people can correct me on this but that made my lower back not hurt hmm. and yeah. i had like a chiropractor trying to adjust me all of this crap oh, yeah. and it was i had a tens unit that i was zapping myself with <laughs> i love going to the chiropractor though I was there yesterday. It was awesome. And all I, all I did was stretch some muscles and my back doesn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I need oh, to get these, on that program. These analytics are so I get lost in these things. Are you still looking at YouTube analytics? Yeah. I keep glancing at it. Should we compare? You want to hear my YouTube analytics on my channel? Sure. Hashtag get cam to 5k. Um, my, what ooh. are your views in the last? 28 days the last 28 days uh 16,000 mm, not bad what's yours 1.27 million <laughs> okay how about watch time hours and this is i have all green arrows right now the channel's doing well watch time hours uh, i have a thousand a thousand yep i need to get back to that page it's a home page well i wasn't on the home page is the problem oh Oh, now it's playing through my headphones. Oh my gosh. You're is that going to mess up the podcast? No, no I, only I can hear that. Yeah. You'll be all right. Hello, my name is AJ Catanzaro. You freaking 
Dork. Okay, here we go. What? 88.2K. Holy crap. How many subs are you up? I'm up 148. Uh, 3,123. Now that, that number is, I feel like low. That does sound low to be honest. And if man, what it does is it takes, I'm at 96,000 right this second. I'm about to watch this thing tick over 96,500. And it just goes up so darn slow. Yeah. Poor you. 96,500. What, uh, what, what are some other fun analytics here? Where's your audience, Cam? What? Where's your audience? Where is it? Yeah. How do you find that? Oh, this is so boring to listen to right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> audience, where? Uh, Can't find it. Uh, there it is. Audience. Where? Scroll down. Should pop up. Oh, right here. Oh, yeah. 49% United States. 9% Australia. I don't hmm. even know where you're seeing this still. It's not bad. UK, 7.1%. Oh, Shout yes. Out. Wait, what was your US? 49%. No, mine's 54%. That's interesting. Okay. Racist. And Australia, <laughs> 11%. That's because of all the jet videos for sure. Okay, what's next? UK, 4.6. Okay, same. Canada, 4.1. All right, now this is where it'll get different. New Zealand. Mm, I'm Germany. Ha, New Zealand's better. I got Germany, Sweden. Sorry, anybody New Zealand. from Germany. But I love. I want to go to New Zealand. Do you have any bucket list places you've never been to? Yeah, of course, a ton. Like, get name three. Uh, Iceland. We're going in two weeks. Yep. Uh, New Zealand. I've never been to New Zealand. I'm dying to go to New Zealand. Uh, like Thailand. Ooh. Okay. Is a good easy one. Uh. Oh, there's a million. I could keep going forever. My number one is New Zealand. I haven't been to that many places. I really want to go to Dubai. You ever been to Dubai? Y yeah, yeah, twice. It's um, uh, Yes, that's certainly one you want to do. And then I would love to go to, wait, New Zealand, Dubai. What's the last one? That I would, oh, I want to go to Australia. Yeah, yeah. Australia. Have you been to Australia? Yeah. Oh, okay. twi twice. Gotcha. Uh, I turned 21 when I was there and I turned 24 when I was there. Oh. I also separated the shoulder when I was there. Mm. I also got this tattoo that you can't see mm. when I was there. Nice. Solid. <laughs> Solid. Um, uh, well, I mean, Finland. What on earth? Italy. Shout out Italy. My homeland. Italy would be cool. I haven't, you know, I've only been out of the country twice ever. Do you have a passport right now? Yeah. Can't use it. They won't let me come back, but. <laughs> oh, because you don't yep, have no. the, that. Oh, my God. I can't believe that's still a thing. I know. I'm hoping it goes away because I ain't trying to get jabbed for that. Anyway. Do you think it will? I, just, I hope so. I mean, you don't oh. have to wear masks on planes anymore. Now it's about the other countries. Like, oh, I'm trying to so go to nice. the. I want to go to the Canada class. Yeah. And yeah. I got to figure out how to even do that. Do you know how I, why I booked that class? Jackson? N well, no, not even. Why? Oh, Jackson had it on my radar, but I had long forgot about that. <laughs> uh, I saw a picture pop up on my Instagram popular page, whatever you call it, mm -hmm. of a girl sitting at some of the, like the most scenic lake I've ever seen with mountains in the background and it looked fake. And I was like, whoa, wh where is that? And I clicked into the photo and then click the geotag thing and it was Banff. Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh, we I gotta go to Banff. She and I said, class. okay. So I went to the map <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, what is the, the closest kind of city to Banff? And it was Calgary. And I'm okay. like, okay, I for sure would know somebody that could get me a class in Calgary. And then I looked through my text with Jackson, or I asked Jackson, and he goes, dude, that's right where I am. Oh, perfect. And he said, book this track. I'm like, done, booked it. All of this <laughs> happened in like an hour of me think, seeing that photo and going, I need to go to Banff. Dude. And then just having it on the schedule. And that one sold really well. Banff will be, be sold out. sweet. And then I just want to go to, I, I want to go to British Columbia. I want to go to Whistler. Yeah, one of the most fun trips of my life was Whistler. Yeah. God, that place was awesome. It looks so fun. We need to go mountain biking. I haven't gone mountain biking in so long. 
Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. Downhill mountain biking is so fun. It's the best. Cause I'm wicked. Dangerous. I'm only a few hours or a couple hours, three hours from Highland. And we used to do yeah. a Highland trip every year. Highland's, Highland's awesome. That was the first place I ever went downhill. It's a, it's a small mountain, but they use it well. Dude, that's the best part with Whistler mm-hmm. is you just go down forever. Wait, did you when ever you, do a, what's it called? Top of the world. Yeah, where top you go of the world. All the way to the top. Yeah. We were there in July. And when you get to the top, you start in the snow. <laughs> and we rode the crap out of this line. I never, I'll never forget. Actually, my friend Dom used to suck on bicycles mm-hmm. and he got to a point where on a mountain bike, he has a weird phobia about not wanting to go ride downhill anymore. It seems because he just gets in his head when he's there and then he just ends up crashing hard for no reason. And he rode unbelievable this day. We went so hard from the top. I endoed over a log and flew down the mountain, like the hardest mountain bike crash I ever had, got right back up. We kept pinning it (laughs) and it's, it took us like 40 something minutes to get down. Yeah. That's awesome. Of, of hard, like professional level riding, yeah, you know, not like lollygagging and talking with our buddies. That was like hauling ass. <laughs> it took us 40 minutes and then we get down, we get almost, you know, probably five minutes from the bottom and he goes right over the bars and breaks his collarbone. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's no joke. Like it's a feat to get down from the bottom of that. Yeah. That'd be so fun though. Just to say you did it and like oh, a line, yeah. like did you, you could probably jump a line obviously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, but we need to film on a mountain bike. I'm yeah. good. At, I'm, It'd be a I'm, blast. A, I'm pro. I like, I'm a pro level downhill mountain bike rider. Yeah. But filming downhill would suck, <laughs> but we I know it take for imagine it how would, long that would take. It would take a whole day to do anything. Because you'd have to do one section at a time. Wait for oh, me to hike. God, yeah. Like, oh, it would take I'd forever. Ha- I'd have to hike back up to the top to to redo the line. It'd be exhausting. Do you remember Seminick's series? I forget what it's called. It was so good. They did like five seasons of it. Real, real, real. No, no. I mean that's that that's great. What, but what the heck no. is it called? Life Behind Bars, I think. Mm, is it? I think so. Oh, it was like those five are the seasons. best mountain bike videos of all time. Oh, it was so amazing. I but I was just I, was, I watched those and I'm like, this nobody can appreciate how long it took to do that. Yeah. So, dude, when I did a line, I rode it with uh, Jared Graves, Remy Metaille, however you say that. Oh, Finn I know Isles. That name. Oh, uh, really? Oh, yeah. I I linked up because I was with Matt from Lululemon, who's now works at Fox is one of the mountain bike guys or the mountain bike guy at Fox is a wicked good mountain bike rider. And so he linked me up with all of these guys, including Matt was there too. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, we were sessioning a line with all of those guys and I was just in my element throwing knack knacks. Like we were and all of us just zigzagging. That was the most fun thing I've ever done. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, it's so fun. And A-Line's mellow. Like you can launch stuff deep and still be fine. There was this huge, huge bull turn around this right-hander and then you hit this tabletop and the thing was just enormous. And people would sit there on the top and you would just do whips over them and they would always like, everyone was super cool about like pumping other people up. Yeah, so you'd sick. always have people like yelling. Yeah, that's sick. Mountain biking was so fun. I just remember being in that sort of like world for a couple of years and it was, oh, it's the best. I miss that, honestly. And it doesn't take long to just eat it out of <laughs> nowhere. That's the thing is I've never, knock on wood, but I've never really gotten hurt doing oh, that sort of thing. I don't do that on a dirt bike because I know how to do, I know how to do it, you know? I front flip Where once like, on a dirt jumper, but. With mountain biking, like I, yeah, I know how to do it, but there's a couple like intricacies of, technique that maybe I don't fully understand Mm. where all of a sudden, and I'm riding at like a a high level too, where it's just like, and I barely even know like, "Mm, should my inside foot be up and my outside foot's down? Like, do I ride with my pedals level? Oh yeah. If I I really start to think about the technique of mountain biking, I don't technically know. Yeah. Right. I just use dirt bike technique and it works perfectly on the mountain bike. Yeah. I feel like mountain biking would be a little bit scarier just because I'm so used to having a throttle to get me out of stuff. Oof. 
you know do I mean? whips sometimes and they just start to endo. Oh no. And they just start to endo and endo. And on the dirt bike, it's like, okay, yeah. Yeah, just, right. You hit the gas, it straightens it back out. Like Endoing out of a whip isn't even on my mind on the dirt bike. It's like impossible because yeah. you just get on the gas. On oh. a mountain bike, the easiest thing to do is pull too hard to when you go to do a whip. And then all of a sudden you're going into a front flip. And there's no, the only thing that stops you is when you hit the ground. Yeah. Are we allowed to talk about outdoors yet? Yeah, I guess. What does that mean? They're supposed to be officially booked by tonight. Today is Wednesday. Well, I'm it? more curious about like riders under the van. Oh, I don't know who's going to be under the van. But are we allowed to yeah, talk I about do. it? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Tyler. Yeah, yeah, we can talk. I don't care. Okay. Well, I'm just curious because I don't even yeah. know. <laughs> uh, well, I don't barely know. I So <laughs> who makes these Ty- decisions? <laughs> me, barely. So <laughs> Tyler Stepik will be under the van for as many rounds as he wants it. Uh, I think as of now, that's the first three. Mm-hmm. And then he, he wanted to take, for God knows what reason, he wanted to take his own thing to some of the closer ones. And it's like, dude, if the van's going to be going. Yeah, use it. Have, have Red Research pay my driver and just get it there. It's well worth you know, paying the driver a little bit of money to yeah, the van's have a too. van there and, and look. So the, the, the idea is Tyler, they're going to rent the van for Tyler's purposes when he needs it for the whatever rounds he needs it at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to try to have the van pretty much at all the fr- those Friday classes. That'd be sweet. Which, what I mean by Friday classes, people. Uh, the plan is to book nearby to whatever the race venue is at each outdoor round, which is very becoming extremely difficult to do because any track that's right near a national venue is trying to capitalize on that Friday as much as possible Mm. by having public ride days. Yeah. It makes sense. So therefore they'd make a lot of money. So me trying to rent the track, it doesn't really work. So I have to push a little deeper. I, most of my classes are probably an hour and, I'd say an hour and a half. Yeah. Which isn't terrible. No, it's not terrible. I mean, you're talking to a guy though, who my closest track is two hours from here. Your, your, your closest Chick-fil-A is a ferry ride and (laughs) two hours of driving. I'm two hours from everywhere, but we make a mug by the way. It's wonderful. (laughs) Absolutely wonderful. Can you read it? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be cool. How's my hair? It's just dandy. Just is it? Dandy. It's definitely, it look? it's definitely better dyed than not dyed. It's funny how you're an advocate of the dyed hair. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I and have to, I have to look at you more than anybody. So, so like I, so <laughs> more for what, what you like, just how it makes me look less bald or yeah, is that not yeah, even basically. a factor of it? Yeah. With the dark hair, you can, you can't tell right now. Like you can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. It looks on purpose cool yeah also yeah but dude you gotta realize this lighting's i have to look at you for like 10 hours every single day yeah and listen to me oh Oh my my god yeah tell me about it no no literally all day long every single day all i get is aj um (laughs) yeah that's crazy isn't that nuts that's weird yeah gotta do it gotta do it yeah i don't think about that often yeah yeah it's fun oh just making just sales oh on sales, can we can we talk about cameraman cam? Because I'm really excited about this. Uh what, your merch? Yeah. Yeah. Uh do you we can't AJ, did you have you talked to AJ at all about it yet? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> you guys, you need to start getting him mo- motivated to the the only reason we haven't started on it yet is because the 125 giveaway starting tomorrow. Yep has become like all consuming the last few days for him. Which is fine. Uh, but I really want to get some cameraman cam merch. I think we have design. To. I think we I can have come some up ideas. with cool designs for it. We need to come up with ideas though. That's the thing is like, I have two, I have two ideas, but I feel like we should launch. I don't know. What do you think? Is four a good number? Plenty. Or, or is that too many? Plenty. Okay. Cause I'm thinking, like, I don't know. The good talk t-shirt has 
been on my mind a little while. Do you want to have a six five one? Possibly. I I'm really thinking about that because I don't know if anybody even knows what's happening. I don't think people understand that I own a marketing agency and my age, like technically in writing my agency works for you. You know what I mean? Um, but so I don't know. I, I'll think about that. But the other one is like, so I grew up in the skateboarding community. Tell me if this is a good idea. Okay. Okay. Cause I don't know what people would buy. Cause it's me. I don't expect many people to buy any of my stuff, but like, I grew up in the skateboard community and it was a big deal. When, and that's like how I started filming and all this stuff. And I, I love a sap, like a, you know, a, a good story behind everything we do. So there would be this shirt in the, and by a skate community, I mean scooter community because I was in the scooter community <laughs> and all the filmers, would, <laughs> I don't know why this was a thing. Oh, sorry. They would have this, I don't know what you just said, <laughs> but they would Go all, ahead. they would all have this shirt that says I only film bangers. It was oh. like a, it was like a thing. It was a thing. And people like, there was this guy who was like the scooter guy for video would like sell these shirts. I had a shirt that said I only, only film bangers. Anyway, I want to make a shirt that says I only shoot sick edits. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's because sick. it's YouTube and it plays to the past. There's like a little mm-hmm. bit of a story behind it. I, I don't know. I don't know if anybody would, give a rip about that but i think it'd be hilarious like yeah that's a good one yeah with a good design it could uh, be cool what are you doing battery battery dead um good, good thing good thing i noticed dude good grief okay right, intermission so, so intermission <laughs> okay we're back designs I think you need to have one that's more of just a, your a simple cameraman cam written out somehow with an image of some sort. Okay. Dude, Something what if more we did basic a sub, and, sub to cam t-shirt? Yeah. Is that it? That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That would be perfect. That's a great one. Yep. All right, done. We're doing a sub to cam t-shirt. Okay. Make sure you write these ideas oh, down oh, oh, so AJ oh. can get them. Oh, all right. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to have an assistant of my own one day. Mm. Okay. So it is really nice to be able to have an idea and then to just send it to somebody else. Well, I just need somebody to like keep track of my life for me. Yeah. Camera cam. That, cam- that too. Cameraman cam merch. Um, I'm so hungry. It's unbelievable. Man. Hopefully my mic sounds good. So generic cameraman cam shirt. Yep. I only shoot sick edits. Just got to sign up for R3 in Tennessee. Good for you. Cool. I only shoot sick edits. What was your idea that you just had? Ethica, oh, you know, new Jet Lawrence series. Oh, those are pretty cool. What? Those are pretty cool. What? Jet just did something? Jet's uh, signature Ethicas. Oh, really? Hey, what do you think? Who? You got it. I just, I got it. Oh. I got to hear your opinion here. Uh, okay. How long have we been talking? Uh, not long. 40 minutes. Oh. Who, have we talked about anything? Yeah. Who wins 250 West championship? You oh, know I'm man. for Hunter, obviously. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would... It would be unbelievable. Hunter would have to win, and Craig would have to get outside of the top 15. Outside of the top 15? I don't think he's finished off the podium yet this year. Is an East for West Craig shootout. to finish outside of the top 15, that would take more than just even a couple crashes. That would take a full, that would take a crash out. It would be a DNF. You'd have to yeah. DNF. It's an East West shootout. So there's that. Yeah, that's still not going to. Craig's yeah. too fast. Yeah, yeah Craig is so ridiculously fast. Yeah, Hunter kind of needs something crazy to happen. But Hunter's won, what, three in a row? But all it it doesn't take much. That's what this, this is so crazy about this sport. It doesn't take much for Craig to make a mistake early in the race. Yeah. Like crash in the first lap, let's get say, or head. second lap. Get back way back to let's say like twentieth, and then God knows what happens at that point. Because yeah. will he most likely come through the pack? Yeah. But does that make it much more likely for him to end up in a crazy situation? 
Yeah. A hundred percent. And I feel like you gotta, you can't forget the fact that you're, you, it doesn't matter who you are. You're in your head that day, right? Salt Lake city. Craig Isn't it amazing? What? How the highest level, these, these are the highest level dudes there is. Yeah. And when it's championship day, oh, yeah. people, people act different. I mean, look and at they, Jet. They ride different. Yeah. Jet handled his championship. Um, well, his outdoor championship was a nightmare, right? <laughs> On championship he handled day. the Supercross one amazing. But you yeah, could but tell the vibe of the twice. day was, the vibe of the day was very different. He crashed twice in both qualifying rounds and just clear as day like I, obviously i'm not qualified to say these things but i'm going to anyway they were mental slip-ups like one time yeah. he just rode over a berm like jet doesn't do that you yeah. know what i mean and it's just like it, it's so funny to me that like all these people are like oh yeah it's not really in my head i'm just gonna be here and do my thing and i'm like you're just so full of it like oh, because they're trying i mean they have to say that though because they're trying to lie to themselves yeah i know it's it, just, it is possible but it requires being so in the moment and it's ridiculous. Like you have to be in the moment the entire time. As soon as you step out of the moment and think about what the day is going to end, if, if you do it right in a championship, you screw yourself. And that's how you make mistakes on the track. The only time you make a mis- I make mistake on the track is if I, for a brief second, think about the entirety of the lap or how many laps are left or anything except for that exact moment. Oh, that's me. Every lap. I never think about the exact moment. <laughs> well, a lot of people probably don't. And that, that's probably why also a lot of people aren't super high level riders. Right. Yeah. I bet well, you there's a lot of people that are out there that aren't totally 100% mentally like zoned in. Well, dude, how many uh, super cross riders do you think? on a lap, spend their entire lap thinking about the whoops. It's way more than, way, so many. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm the guy who I think about one jump the whole freaking lap. Like, And I can relate to that because I used to be that type of guy. Uh, I'm not anymore. But, yeah, when I first started riding Supercross track, or Supercross tracks, I remember only thinking about the whoops the entire time. Yeah. Terrified of them. Oh crap! Three more turns until the whoops. Ah man, here they come. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> that was my whole <laughs> lap getting, in I'm my head. Closer. <laughs> and now it's the exact opposite. I think people think I, I I hype up the fact that I talk about how I'm good at whoops and I love doing whoops, but I love hitting whoops. Mm-hmm. And I every lap, the more brutal they are, the more I look forward to getting back to that whoop section. I just I love it. And I'm not saying I'm the best at whoops because I don't, I think I'm very average speed when it comes to like top guys through whoops. I don't, I'm not standout speed, but I hit at them typically consistent. There's some guys that don't know how to get through them at, at all. They don't even know like where to begin. Yeah, I don't. So no one, no wonder you might, I mean, I, I don't blame those people for being yeah. terrified, but it's like, geez, learn them. You know, when I'm at, when we're at club MX and like, I'm watching people not, not know how to hit whoops. It's like, learn, you're at club MX, learn how to go through whoops. Yeah. That's a little bit important. Dude, why on earth is Craig so much faster in the whoops? Hunter's been improving a lot, but he's faster than the 450 guys. Yeah. Hunter is extremely good. I would say... It's uh, Jet, <clears throat> Jet and Christian, very, very, very close. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hunter would be the next best 250 rider, in my opinion, behind them in the whoops. Uh, the difference is just Hunter does not want to go that fast into the whoops, I don't think. I think yeah. it's as simple as that. Yeah, I believe it. You create they're instantly although you rarely see craig get out of shape in the whoops rarely you create so much more risk going through at that speed if he were to crash and if jet were to crash going that speed in the whoops forget about it you're going so freaking fast you can't i hit whoops of speed to where if something goes wrong i can literally slam on the brakes and just kind of like roll myself out of them and by the time i were to crash i'd only be going 15 20 miles an hour 
there's sometimes when you see Jet enter a set of whoops and I'm just like, <gasps> just like, <laughs> you know, grabbing things around me like, oh my God. And then he, by the time you're, you have that concern, he's already through them because he's going so fast. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. But, hey, that's my most viewed reel is Jet getting sketchy in the whoops. And it was almost 200,000 views. Wow. Dave, Dave Drake's, I think on his collective experience page has one that has like 3.5 million. What? Uh-huh. Oh, good grief. And it's just Jet at Minneapolis taking, it's, it's very cool how he synced it up to the song. He takes the corner and he seat bounce out and he gets like so much speed and so much pop out of like nowhere. <laughs> and so it's pretty cool looking. And then he timed it to whatever the song is and chef's kiss it's very good <laughs> nicely done Dave <laughs> good job Dave. Um, okay I say the last thing we talk about is that locker that locker room <clears throat> for Jets championship we should certainly talk about that that was yeah. probably the best that was the best day of Supercross I've ever had really oh gosh yeah I mean like for me it's like all my friends were there like my whole crew was there so it was like I, you know, from the morning, I got up in a hotel room with like seven of my best friends. I meet you at the track. Um, the first people I see at the track are, are Lucas and Jacob, and they were cracking up because I was in the, my giant diesel truck because, you know, I drove to the race. And then Justin Brayton backs me in into super parking because I couldn't back up my giant truck into a tiny little spot. Um, and then... Uh, that's hilarious. That's, it's unbelievable that that happened. I was just like, are you, you're Justin Brayton helping me park right now. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, then we do like the two-stroke thing, which it was what it was. But it was like, it was Gillette. My, all my friends show up. That was super cool. And then, Je, then like we watched from a suite, which was definitely the... Is, we've been hating on it all year. That is the best place to watch okay. Supercross. They're not always that good. That suite was perfect. It like, was so it, good. Yeah. It was it was perfect. It was the right yeah. height. You could see everything. There was food, like drinks. Yeah. Everything was just it was just amazing. Anyway, and then the weather we go was to this, perfect. And then we get these Red Bull wristbands. I have mine sitting over there, and it'll be here forever. Um, <laughs> to go down to the locker room, and it is Jets team, Jets family, you and me. <laughs> That's it. All the media yeah. guys. All the media guys were there for like five minutes, and then left. And it was just us, and then like Joseph hung out the whole time. Oh yeah, I <laughs> forgot Joseph was there. Yeah, Joseph's a man. And it was just like, it was unbelievable. That was like, I'm just gonna keep going with my day. Yeah. Leave the locker room. You take off to Boston, and I walk out of the stadium, and all Patriots Place was incredible. I'd never seen it before, and like, I just link up with my buddies who had been waiting for me, like in Patriots place and I was like hey I know where Jet's gonna be we should go see we go into we go to the top golf place that Jet was at it's part top golf part bowling and they had like a bar and like music we walk in there's probably there there were literally I counted there were four people dancing there were like two groups at the bar nobody bowling and then Honda and Jet and Lucas and Jacob playing top golf that was a whole place. There were no Supercross fans in sight. I That's couldn't believe so it. That's so weird to me, first of all, that like how, that people didn't get the scoop on that he was going there, right? Yeah. I, how? And like, where was everybody? It was where, Patriot no, Place dude, after Supercross. Like, Patriot where did Place everybody was go? like dead. It was very strange. So I just, I walk right up and <laughs> say, hey to Jet, hey to, you know, Jacob Lucas. I talked to um, uh, Danny Stewart for a while. You know, he does like verb moto stuff. He owns MX207 and like, I was just on cloud nine. Me and my buddies went bowling, like, you know, next to like the top golf setup where their whole crew was. It was just unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was yeah. storybook. It was storybook. Like it could not have gone better. Like, that, I'm glad your first, uh, home race was like that. Cause I've had some awesome freaking home races. Awesome. Something about like, I don't know. You would think it put more pressure on me, but it doesn't. I always perform better every time. I think I actually, I've made every single main event I've ever competed in maybe at Gillette and MetLife. Yeah. Wow. Other than, uh, on the 125, obviously. Where's MetLife? 
What? Where's MetLife? Uh, New York City. Gotcha. Okay. Or Newark or got, uh, yeah, I don't know somewhere where the heck technically it is, but. Um, oh, I, Gillette's way better. Yeah. Oh, but the, uh, the New York City one is awesome too and it's just like having the home crowd and seeing people i haven't seen in a while is cool although growing increasingly more weird now yeah uh because i don't want it to turn into the aj show when i see people and naturally it just turns into the freaking aj show and you know what i mean like where it's just talking especially like people i haven't seen in a long time yeah that only want to talk about everything that's been happening the last couple of years and which is cool yeah, that that, no. conver- that I'm in a position to have that conversation, but I really, really, really don't. That reminds me of something like it. that I need to tell you about. Oh, what? So, in this, like, just for people listening, also anybody who made it this far, you're. you're Thank you. Yeah. Konnichiwa. Cool. Good talk. Um, like, I have no way to make this not sound like I'm being a jerk when I say this, but, dude, like in dirt bike shops around me and dirt bike tracks around me everyone knows who i am i went oh really this this was the most this was the craziest thing i had two days of it i went to go get my trailer inspected okay at this little mom and pop shop motorcycle shop and i walk in and they're like i was like a celebrity like all the workers watch the videos like all like all this stuff and i was just getting my trailer inspected um I went and did a pit bike race on Sunday. Like, yeah, they yeah. were gonna, they were gonna do it at like 11 a.m. or whatever, and and this has a lot to do with Ralph Eckhart. Mm-hmm. Um, also, shout out Ralph for killing everybody in fantasy this year. Um, they <laughs> yeah, like, how was that? They like waited for me to get there, and I had to work all morning. It was a Sunday, so I was at work from um, 6 a.m. to noon. And had to drive two hours to get there, and they just waited for me to get there. <laughs> like, um, and like it was so funny because like the guy who ran it, I had like known of before, and all of a sudden he was just like stoked that like we were there, like me and Kip and Josh and doing it and making a video about it. Like they were just hyped. It was like, it was so bizarre. It was so bizarre. The, the motorcycle wow. shop is what really got me, where I went in just to get my trailer inspected, and it, like they knew who I was. It's very strange. Yeah. Well, and you know what's crazy is I went through a lot of my pro career not being in that situation. Yeah. Well, it's because you didn't have a YouTube channel. Right. Like, like peak years, technically, of my pro career. Yeah. 2013, 2014, when I was fast, you know? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I could walk into a dealership then or being in a public motocross environment and show up to like a local track, something like that, and have a large majority of people have no idea who I was. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I should say this, but it's exclusively on the Moto Academy, so I think it's fine. <laughs> I have no idea what Ryan Brees looks like. And the dude's getting 11th, 12th, and you 450 mains. Ryan Brees is so nice, too. I, but I don't, I don't You've know never what he met looks him? like. I don't know what he looks like without a helmet on. I have no uh, idea. Yeah, it's understandable because he certainly doesn't have a social media presence. I mean, he uses Instagram occasionally, but... But, dude, top 15 in the 450 class is unbelievable. But oh, he's even, been, like, top 10. But I don't even know what he looks like. I know. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And he, I'm, I'm at all the races. <laughs> like, I think guys need to, to put more time into developing that. Uh, but it's hard. Like for him to whatever dedication he's putting in to be going that fast, yeah, yeah. How do you uh, but, find the time? But how, yeah. how do you 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 go the Moto Academy route? It's like how Cade and Henry Miller and yeah, uh, Dominique Theory, yep. from Club MX, the German rider, yep. he's going to be doing it. We're going to be getting more and more people involved. It's Stank Dog, obviously. Yeah, those videos were so good. Where they don't was, have to do anything. Yeah. He, I sent Stank Dog a check, uh, or I wired him money like two days ago. And mm-hmm. he goes, holy crap, this is a good payday. Yeah. Just you be, know what I mean? Like yeah. he didn't have to, he didn't even know it was coming. Yeah. Just because we created gear for him and it's just a part of the machine now, which is perfect. But he's really good in those videos. Yeah. We need to do more, I feel like more content with him. 
there's some he's to me at least watching those videos i get a kick out of watching him he's hilarious Dude, he just says that, funny things randomly the moment and at the time of recording this did this video come out today i don't know but when the two stroke versus four stroke one comes out tonight when we were oh so the two stroke i don't know what it was but that moment where like it was like off camera and i was like trying to say the time you're like oh i'm gonna go get geared up i'm like no this is like part of the video that we're doing right now and then yeah. he just like repeats what he said it was just like oh my gosh it was unbelievable he goes sounds like a hot one right <laughs> yeah because i was like oh like 110 88 or whatever and he's like he's like oh that's a hot one and then you're like oh i'm gonna go get geared up i'm like no come back finish the video and then you're like oh say it again i'm like 110 88 <laughs> oh sounds like a hot one <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh. All right. Well, hey, that's that's episode one of the Moto Academy podcast. Um we yeah. want we want to answer questions. One day yep. when you and I are in person, we'll do this live in the app. You know what I want? Thank you for doing this wrap up, by the way, officially like this. I want people to ask us advice. <laughs> Specifically. And, and not dirt bike advice. Yeah. Let's talk about relationships. Let's talk yes. about like let's that's the type of podcast i want this to be cam is where people ask us real life advice and we have to try to give our genuine advice and you and i will likely have very different advice on a real note yes but i think our views are not far off no probably in not. a lot of probably not i don't think no, nope. but I will certainly have different ways of executing <laughs> uh, my advice to people for yep. sure. Uh, which, and also, by the way, you, Cam, you should listen to Lifeline with Chris D'Elia and his brother now do a podcast where people send them life advice okay. and they just answer it and it's the funniest, it's the funniest dynamic because Chris D'Elia is recommending like to do spin moves, like as the advice, like just do a spin move yeah. and, and his brother, uh, Matt, I think his name is just will get increasingly more annoyed with Chris's bad advice. And yeah, I love it's it. just a really funny dynamic. So let's do it. And then here's the other thing that I really want to do with this podcast. And we're making a lot of pro promises for only doing one episode and figuring it out <laughs> as we go. But the other thing that we could do is when AJ and I do a podcast in person, we can live stream it and we can take your calls. That is something mm. we can do, which yeah, I think would can. be super fun to take your guys' calls live. You guys could be a part of it. Ask us questions in real time. We could have quick conversations with Moto Academy members. I think it'd be super fun. I didn't run that by AJ before, but we that's can do a it. great idea. Yeah. Uh, I like that. My only concern. Yeah. And Who's, debacle here whose is phone number do we use? <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely not using mine, huh? <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, for you know, because people will be sending me riding advice in text and I don't want that. Uh yeah, no, that'd be annoying. What are we gonna put this on Moto Academy? Just on Moto Academy? We'll figure that out. There's gotta be an exclusive piece to it for sure. But maybe we could upload a couple of things to YouTube. I don't know. We'll think about it later. We'll I just don't know if I want to paywall behind it because then it only, you know, then only a few thousand people can hear it. Yeah. I, I've, I almost kind of want, but I don't know. You could convince me otherwise. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But hey, this is episode one. Thank you all. Uh, ask us life advice in the comments and we will answer it in episode two. Oh, just in the comments? No, no. I want people to submit. Oh, videos. Video submissions. Oh, well, now it's going to be really hard to edit. But all right, sounds good. We can make that happen. <laughs> just, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? I know I just thought of that. We just started thinking oh, of this just gosh. now. Is that okay. a, is, Yeah, it's is, great. It's great. Send them to Cameraman Cam in the Moto Academy. Video questions. You'll be featured in the podcast. That's, this is it. That's it. That's the paywall. The, the, the YouTube... <laughs> The YouTube, or the, the, the podcast in its entirety, the clips, whatever, are on the YouTube channel. If you want to send your life advice for us, <laughs> that can only be submitted to Cameraman Cam inside of the Moto Academy app. Okay, well, now you guys know exactly how we make decisions here. So that Just way like we're, that. we're giving life advice only to 
members of the Moto Academy family. And that's yeah. the paywall. Yeah. What, what do you think of that idea? I, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I like sure. it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. All right. Good talk, it, everybody. It's incentive, but then it also creates, we, we can still get the big reach of having this podcast everywhere. Okay. Are you okay with that? Yeah, whatever. I don't care. Sure. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. I need to edit videos. It's freaking okay. 3.30. What do I do with this? Oh my gosh. End it. End it. All right. How do, wait, wait, wait. I can't end it with my, my YouTube sign off. Why not? Can I? You have a t-shirt that has it on. Oh, you can do whatever I you do. want. Comes out tomorrow. Matter of fact. Uh, well, technically it's on the site now, but whatever. Uh, it is? Yeah. I just went and looked. Oh, can you just say the word so we can stop recording? Oh, uh, okay, folks. That's episode one. Are we calling that episode one? Yes. What else would you like to call it? The Moto Academy (laughs) podcast. I feel like I was in podcast mode. I feel like that came out pretty good. Yeah. And you're just dragging it along now. So just (laughs) say the word. All right. Toodaloo.